following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I like that I don't have an intro song or like anything. I just get right into it. <laughs> And what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Grown Up Podcast, where you already know what we do. We talk about that grown up shit. We celebrate independence through uh, interviews with uh, entrepreneurs, independent individuals who are making a way for themselves in this crazy world. Um, And we also throw that independent music specifically with the now segment, aka the naturally on a wave. So you can catch the wave of these really dope independent artists who are trying to not trying, but doing their thing. And sometimes it can feel like they are trying because, you know, you have your setbacks, ups and downs in your journey. But when it really comes down to it and the actual narrative and story is that you are doing it no matter if you're doing it and succeeding and failing it's all a part of the journey so we uh here on the grown-up podcast i want to make sure that everyone knows this is a supportive platform for independence for entrepreneurship and for people who are just doing their damn thing you know what i'm saying so um first and foremost before i get the episode started y'all already know i have to thank the listeners and subscribers you guys are amazing thank you so much for tuning in to every episode thank you for uh, listening to my growth listening to my craziness to my you know my mind can go all kinds of places especially because excuse me that was weird um especially because this is not a scripted per se uh podcast um i have like points and and notes like you know, written down, but nothing like too specific as far as an actual script. So I just do all of this like off of the top of my head, really. Um, and so you guys are here for the ride for, uh, you know, my mind going all over the place, the the different co- types of conversations I have with my friends, um, the, the types of conversations I have with myself with learning and, and growing and, you know, the ins and outs of this podcast. And so um I I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys so much and I love you guys so much and I wish nothing but uh, the best and blessings for everyone that's listening and tuning in and I hope that I'm sending you good, positive and loving energy and uh, I appreciate y'all. So right now I'm going to do a little bit of a 
a mid-year reflection a little bit as far as just the podcast goes and just finding myself within this podcast. And then I'm going to give you guys some reminders. And then after that, we're going to get into the episode. I'm going to let you guys in. If you're following me on social media, which you should be, uh, go to the description below. Shameless plug my website. You guys check that out and y'all can follow me from there. Um, You guys would have seen that I went on a trip. So I'm going to talk a little about that, do a little bit more, uh, you know, reflections and stuff like that and then i got an interview for y'all and of course we're not gonna leave without that natural on the way spotlight artist for this month who is suela and she is so dope and please make sure y'all are tuning into the podcast because we did secure an interview so uh, that means you got to be subscribed notifications da, 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 da. you know what i mean we'll get into all that so um so let's let's get into this podcast uh reflection so i'm i'm about I'm pretty much rounding like midway through my third year of podcasting, um, rounding the base on that. And it's been a really, uh, a really amazing learning adventure. That's what, that's how I would put it. Um, you know, it's been such a, an up and down experience discovering myself as a podcaster and then as an individual because it almost goes hand in hand because this um this podcast has really evolved me as a person um and then as a podcaster i've heard my evolution from you know episode one to now i mean of course minus the voice change and like you know all that stuff but um just meaning like reflection wise and like structure wise and all these things that come with building a podcast um and so you know it's been (laughs) looking back on it it's (laughs) it's so interesting because when I first started the podcast I was very of course eager and excited and um I pushed myself to the max um I was pushing out an episode every week excuse me, I was trying to come up with different ideas and different ways that I could tweak the podcast, add this, take out that, you know, I was getting suggestions from a few people. Some of them I was taking, some of them I was like, eh. Um, And, you know, I was starting to build the podcast and it really doing that for a whole year, it burned me out so badly. And then once I came to the conclusion, I was going to start transitioning everything in that you know, because that was knocking at my door as soon as I started the podcast, because I was very insecure about how I looked and how I was perceived and all these things. And, you know, I was all in my head and I was like, but this is something, and you know, I knew was hanker- hankering on me and that I knew was weighing me down from being my true self and being able to really truly break free and be the podcaster and person that I want to be. And so when I decided to do that a year into being a podcaster, um, it was, it was really, (laughs) it was a really interesting experience because 
I was transitioning as a person and as a podcaster. And, you know, it was interesting because it was so welcoming. You know, I had started this um, segment right when I was ending the first year of the podcast. I was going into the second year and I was trying to implement something different. And by the grace of God, you know, these beautiful individuals uh, who were making amazing music, you know, started the the segment. And um, at that time, I was still kind of going by D as just like a a flat line, um, like precursor to Derek. Um, And I mean, I still get called D and that's fine. But um, you know, that kind of space was very interesting for me. And, you know, the whole pronouns and all these things. And then I'm, you know, trying to come off as, you know, quote unquote masculine or whatever. And it's just like, you know, it's so, it's strange, you know, pre-T and like all this stuff. And, you know, when you listen to previous episodes, because obviously all my episodes are on here and you can hear the transition. Um, it was very, it took a lot on my mental, you know, honestly, it took a, a lot mentally to push through and stay true and know who I was through it. Because, you know, uh, through the, through not only transitioning as a person on the podcast, but, you know, like I said, as a person in my personal life, at work, in my relationships, I'm like going through all of this at once and still being a podcaster. And it's like building me, I'm building myself through podcasting. Um, and many times I, I thought like this, this, I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. You know, I can't build this thing that I really, really love and also like put go through this, not put myself through, but go through this because I'm not putting myself through this because like this is who I know I am and who I know I've always been. But I guess in a sense it it is because I'm choosing like to put myself through this at this time specifically because there's people who take more time you know as far as deciding medically to transition and all this stuff so you know if i wanted to do it right away get things started like let's go let's go let's go and i really treated it almost like a checklist which is very interesting something i heard the other day i was watching something trying to you know get my life together excuse me and i really treated like like a checklist and it really went so fast that it got away from me and mentally it made me very like much had to reset and and figure myself out but it was through podcasting that I was really able to do that which was really interesting you know because um I'm physically transitioning I'm I'm transitioning in my relationships and things like that but you know i'm also recording episodes putting them out and doing interviews with people and you know uh 
little hiccups would come in. It's like this person addresses me as my dead name. And what do I do? Do I, you know, cut this part out in the podcast or do I just leave it in and say, hey, you know, you're going to hear my dead name and that's that. And that's what it is, you know, and just own that. And I think it's very interesting because, you know, I didn't want to become that kind of angry trans person who was, you know, upset all the time because I didn't understand who I was enough to stand firm and, you know, not waver in the face of negativity. And it was until I started transitioning and realizing that, you know, I would have to choose that, you know, I would have to choose in these moments and situations as I'm transitioning to be angry or to, you know, lash out and things like that. And if I just start to know and understand myself, which, you know, has been such a journey as well, you know, getting into my faith and spirituality and, you know, meditating, finding all these really beautiful ways to relax myself and find peace within myself. Um, and it's a daily thing. It's really actually a, a, a minute thing. Like every minute I have to make sure that I'm relaxing, you know? And so, but you know, once I realized I like, you know, as a grown up, <laughs> you have to make these choices to feel these things and to, you know, not get into your head so much about this or that or, you know, like it's it, it's you, <laughs> you know, so I had to be like, OK, like I'm not going to be that person because that's I can choose differently. And so through this and through choosing different to, to react differently or not react in certain situations, um, it's allowed me to really grow through the podcast. And, you know, I do this podcast because I love it so much and it has been my lifeline, honestly. Um, it, like I said, it's really helped me grow as a person personally and as a podcaster and I just couldn't ask for anything better because for so long I wanted to, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do what I felt like was really my passion and what I wanted to go for and when I went back to school and I took a bunch of classes and I discovered podcasting and radio and audio it just ignited this spark in me that I couldn't resist and I couldn't ignore it. You know, I clung to it like just it was magnetic, like <laughs> I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it. And ever since, like I've just been an audio fanatic and I don't know if that's a part of like my nature and that's just kind of like I when I get on something I'm fixated a little bit and I'm passionate about it but I don't feel that way like when I'm not podcasting or when I'm not thinking about podcasting or whatever I'm not like you know I'm gonna give it up or like you know it if I don't go a while without dropping or if I go a while without dropping an episode, I'm not like, OK, well, <clears throat> 
I've went this long. I might as well just keep going and give up. Like, no, it's like, I'm always like, okay, so what am I going to do in order to figure out how to get this next episode in? How am I going to say this and that? How am I going to structure it? I have to bring it back to this and that. And like, I'm thinking creatively and I'm always like so pumped up about an episode and I always have ideas flying in my head that I write down in my notes and like I know this is it this is my thing and so and I also love talking to people and love connecting with people and that has been such a beauty to be able to you know connect both of those things here you know through loving audio and then connecting with people and then I can put my own podcast out here and connect with people I mean it's just been such you know an amazing elevation for me and so going back to you know the beginning of my transition with the podcast that was really a tough time um but I really had faith and God really brought me through because even when you know I had times of mental turmoil (laughs) of physical turmoil because you know I couldn't look in the mirror I didn't like what I saw um emotional turmoil because now I'm starting to take hormones that are changing me in ways that obviously are unexpected and I just have to go with it um and you know it was it was a lot but I'm again I'm still in that podcaster creative like I'm still like I still have to make sure that I'm catering to this thing that I love to do and it kept pulling me to stand up in a sense, because, you know, if I didn't have podcasting, I would just succumb to all of my ideas and my thoughts in my head. And, and, you know, and I don't think that I would be, you know, I would build myself to be strong, to continue to keep fighting. Um, I really think that, you know, podcasting has been uh, my gloves. You know, when I, when I come in this office (laughs) and I get on this microphone uh it's like I put gloves on and I'm punching and I'm continuing to fight and that's what you know the embodiment of this podcast is it's grown up as a grown-up every day we get up and we continue to fight through life and you know try and be the best versions of ourselves and um you know, with podcasting, it really allows me and helps me be the best version of myself. And honestly, if I really, really think about it and sit down and think about it, it's just an elevation and extension from um, falling in love with poetry. And poetry was kind of my first introduction to um, myself, because through poetry you for me it was an outlet of understanding my emotions and how I was feeling Um, and you know I constantly go back and I read the poems that I wrote as a kid and I'm just like wow like I felt deeply you know I felt 
deeply, but I said nothing. I felt deeply, but I said nothing. And I wrote it all in poems, you know, and um, I could really I can really understand myself when I read when I go back and I read my my poetry that I wrote as a kid. And, you know, I hope that I'm able to continue keeping all my stuff in one spot so that I can, have, you know, keep my poems and hopefully one day when I have kids show them, you know, um, and that would be so cool. And, but I really, like I said, I think it's just an, an ele- podcasting is an elevation or extension from that, you know, from being a person who feels um, and being able to put it onto paper and now discovering audio and this passion and fire for it and then kind of translating that from writing poetry to kind of speaking poetically uh you know my experience you know my perspective um and uh you know it that's crazy i literally just am thinking of all of this right now but you know and and it's just that's just it's beautiful to me and I hope it's beautiful to you. (laughs) Um, and, uh, you know, I just, I hope that you are, you guys are also going through your own beautiful experiences, uh, through understanding yourself and finding your passion that you love and, and finding yourself through this passion. Um, I think it's something beautiful within that, you know, and, um, also being able to go through my transition you know kind of privately ish personally ish to myself um has also excuse me helped with um going through this podcasting journey and yeah i mean now i'm just really balancing it all you know balancing Uh, being a podcaster, being a better podcaster, being a better person. And, um, you know, now that my transition is kind of settling in the, excuse me, the hormones are kind of settling and balancing a little. Um, I'm really able to gain a lot of clarity and reflecting a lot. And that's kind of where the title of this episode comes from, which is alignment. Um, and it's something that I've really been coming into, uh, and I'm going to talk about that after I give you these reminders and we'll head into the episode. I know you're like, what? 20 minutes of you talking about reflections. Hello, what you thought reflections was. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my kind of mid-year reflection. You know, I, I hope that you guys have heard the, progress the the progress um through the years and from episode one to now and um you know you guys email me and and let me know what you guys have heard as far as change and and uh improvement and uh yeah i appreciate y'all so reminders okay reminders are Go to the description below because there will be links everywhere. <laughs> um, you guys, my my website link will be below. Everything for Suela will be below. Everything for uh, from the interview, the 
interview I did with an individual. He's really, really good guy. We had a great conversation. Um, his links will be below for you to check him out. And please, please, please go check out E3 Radio. Your boy, he be working hard, okay? So not only is he a podcaster, but he's a radio person. Now, I, I realize I'm referring to myself in the, what is that? The, you know what? I'm not going to embarrass myself with school right now but <laughs> um yeah so uh your boy is also uh a part of the radio station so please go and check out e3 radio that link will be in the description below as well and grown up podcast is still a part of that's not canon uh, so go check out that's not canon.com and grown up podcast is also a part of the cube app. <laughs> I know crazy, right? So all, all of those links will be in the description below for you to check out grown up podcast. Um, I'm literally just so grateful and, and blessed that all of these beautiful and wonderful things are happening uh for the podcast and i just couldn't be more thankful for the individuals that i've connected with it means a lot and it means a lot that you guys see the the potential in me and and, and you know see that i can i just i I can do good things, you know, even great things if I put my mind to it. So, um, but yeah, you guys, those are reminders. Go, go below to the description. Check out all these links and please, please, please go rate your boy. Okay. Y'all go to whatever app that you're listening to the grown up podcast, please leave a rating. Okay. That's how the people's know how to tune into the grown up podcast. Okay, not just you listening, but you have to also rate, you know, and review. And even if it's a not so good review, that's okay. I still love you and I still hope the best for you. And I still wish you blessings, but please put a rating, please. I would love you. I would love for you to please put a rate and review. Okay. Um, all right. So now that we got all that out the way, 24 minutes of that, let's get into the actual episode. Okay. <laughs> um, so y'all. I took a trip to a bees. No, I was playing. I really, I don't even, I don't even know what that is um, on the map. But anyways, um, no, I did take a trip though. Um, it was a lovely trip and an incredible experience. Uh, it almost feels like it didn't happen. Like I could cry right now, literally thinking about it because it was such a moment. Um, you know, shout out to the entire fat ham cast and especially of course shout out to my big brother he killed it killed it um i know i'm jumping ahead of myself but um so i took a trip to new york and why did i take a trip to new york well i'll tell you <laughs> the mission was <laughs> um the mission was not only was i going to spend time with my brother after um he did the calculations five years uh five years of not seeing each other or not like seeing each i mean we facetime you know don't don't get me wrong but meaning just like physically spending brother the brother time um and uh so that was part of the mission sorry my, my mind kind of <laughs> had a brain fart <laughs> um so that was part of the mission part one of the mission was to go and spend time with my brother that i haven't 
spent time with in a while. Um, and the second part of the mission was to go and see him on Broadway. Uh, something that he's been working so hard. Well, I wouldn't say Broadway specifically, but his he has been working so hard in his acting career um, for so long. And that is... Broadway is definitely a highlight <laughs> in your journey if you are an actor who is into theater and things like that. So that's that's his acting lane is, is lots of theater. Um, and so I, I, I've always supported him and I've always it's been incredible to see him act and just be up there doing his thing. And so Broadway, of course, was was wow. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was, that was the mission. That was the mission. So the mission was go spend time with my brother and to go and see him do his thing on Broadway, on fucking Broadway. So um, flew out there. Shout out to the Sirens. Thank you very much. Um, really want to move to a quieter place, y'all. I'm trying to, can y'all give me suggestions on quiet places to move to? <laughs> um anyways so yeah so that was the mission to go out there and see my bro and to to spend some time and then see him on broadway so i flew out uh you know got there it was a lot of walking <laughs> lots and lots of walking there <laughs> lots of walking that i don't do at home which i need to start doing i realized when i got i realized a lot of things about myself and that's why this episode is titled what it is because i really knew like my alignment was like radar was like going off like dude you need to get it together <laughs> uh lots of walking i was sweating a lot um not only because i think that's just what i do but also you know i'm 240 so it's like you know like I can't really can't really help it <laughs> so had to like keep a freaking sweat towel on me the whole time but um yeah it was it was dope man just spending time with my brother we was chilling you know what I'm saying and it was it was it was a time for sure um I didn't really go much of anywhere um not only because it was a lot of walking to do, <laughs> but also because I took it as a little bit of a mini vacation. So when I take a vacation, I like to take advantage of sleeping because I don't get a lot of that at home because I'm constantly e working <laughs> either at my regular job that I have to physically drive to or hear podcasting, whatever. Da, da, da. So um, so I took advantage of sleeping. I ain't gonna front y'all. I really, I slept a lot. Like I was not out. I was not out there in them streets. <laughs> only, only time I was out there in them streets was, <clears throat> excuse me, to go to the smoke shop to get me some tree, and to go get me some food. And that was it. I was back at the crib and, and some water. You know, I had to stay hydrated. But uh, yeah, I was back at the crib. Other than that, you know, trying to get me them Z's. Um, but you know. My brother, he's dope. You know, he he uh, 
We spent some good time together and then uh, finally came the day that I was able to see the play. Grace of God, I managed to be able to get to see it twice. Um, I got to see it the day before was the final um, final closing day for it. And then I got to see the final closing, um, you know, show and just a beautiful play. You guys, um, you know, the final day, I heard someone say that fucking Melissa McCarthy was there and cried. You guys fucking Melissa. Now, whether it was true or not, I 100% believe it's true because why, why would they lie? But Melissa McCarthy was there and cried at this beautiful, beautiful play. So that just lets y'all know not only how proud I am of him, how amazing the show was, but just all in all, incredible cast, incredible people. And yeah, if you didn't see it, Obviously, you didn't catch it. You know, it's man. I know it's. I know it's coming back. It's got. It's got to. It's such a beautiful place. Such a amazing um, actors, of course, and actresses, and it just. I can't even describe it because the play is really a feeling. Like when you watch it, you just get this feeling. You know, it's not. You can't really describe. Um, what goes on and what happens and like all it's it's really you have to watch it and you feel and you know it was just it was so it was so so beautiful and you know of course shout out to my brother he did his thing um and y'all already know who my bro is he happens to also be East O who's been on the podcast you know what I'm saying and so you know um I'm just proud of him you know he's always been uh, a motivation for me as far as just doing my own thing and finding myself and discovering myself and you know not letting this or that get to me in my life um and you know he's always definitely just kept me you know headstrong as far as um doing what I know is best for me and being and standing firm in that and so um, and he really left me with a lot of that there, you know, when we, we talked and hung out and stuff. And so, you know, that's really what got me to, like I said, the title of this episode of alignment is because, you know, through him being there and I was asking all kinds of crazy questions and he just sitting with me and taking the time to take space and, and you know, or, you know, allowing me to take space more so and just you know offering me the words of encouragement and you know um and also just seeing another human being who was also um another human being going through life and you know uh you know the realities of of you know being in such a big moment and then also like having an unknown but being okay with that after and like all this stuff you know and it's just you know he's just <clears throat> he's always been such a, a dope dude a dope um soul you know and um super appreciate him and uh you know i know is some beautiful things in the works coming for him so um yeah i mean that was my trip i was there for about four days and then 
I flew back out and now I'm back home. You know what I mean? Came back home, touched down, went right back at it to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> the next day. <laughs> so it was like I never left. Uh, hopped right back into routine. But um, I did I did reflect a lot and, you know, um, come to the conclusion of what I needed to do as far as getting myself together and figuring out, you know, how I want to move forward um, because I have other things that are in the works and, and that I'm trying to get into. And I know it already seems like I have a lot on my plate, but um, being able to be resilient through, you know, the tough times, I know that this is even having the, a lot, all this stuff on my plate is not going to hold me down or hold me back because I know who I am and I know what I want to do in this life and I know, um, you know, what I want to accomplish. So, um, you know, I'm just going head head forward and, and staying strong and true to myself. And, you know, it's it's been a journey, y'all. And being a grown up is crazy for real <laughs> because doing all that shit and then like having to pay bills and fucking y'all oh my gosh i'm just some days i just be so beat i'll just lay in the bed like <laughs> i would just lay in the bed and uh, i part of it is because i know that i need a new environment and i need somewhere that will make me feel like i want to go outside because some, some places you just need to feel like you know like you just like I don't know. That's maybe that's me. But <laughs> but yeah, that was my trip to New York. It was a beautiful time. I mean, I, I forgot to tell y'all I did go to the after party and the after after party. But <laughs> um, uh, uh, all that aside, um, it was really more just about experiencing um, beautiful souls and, you know, beautiful people who uh, love doing what they what they love to do and it was really incredible to talk to all these different kinds of people and I talked to just actors and filmmakers and it was it was just such an experience you know and I'll make a little mini post po posty post about it and I'll post uh, you know just a little a little trip video thing to Instagram um, but, you know, I really all in all, I took pictures and videos for myself because I don't really take a lot of pictures and videos. And when I do take pictures and videos, I take them for me. And that's just not selfish, <laughs> I guess, because I don't I don't really take pictures and videos and stuff to, for social media. You know, I take it for me. Um, because I want to capture that memory for myself. And I feel like um, social media nowadays makes you feel like you have to post everything that you're doing. You have to, you know, if, if you didn't post, it didn't happen. Da, da, da. It's like, no, like I was there. I real life experienced it. So <laughs> like, I don't need to take a picture and post that I did it, but you know, I will. So here, but <laughs> anyways, um, but that's just one of the things like I was talking to my brother about just like being present, you know, like not worrying about this and that and da, da, da in the moment and just being there, being present, you know, and like, 
It was so cool. When I first got there, we <laughs> we popped the champagne and celebrated just being present with each other, you know, and we was present. It was so it was a good moment, you know, so um, yeah, I just encourage y'all to, to be present with your peoples and love on them and appreciate them and celebrate them uh, because they're just beautiful souls. You know, everybody has, has beauty in them and, uh, you know we we should love on that beauty and water that beauty and and watch it grow and flourish and uh cherish it because you know it's tough out here for real all right so moving on uh what is the second part of this title mean be in the glue we gonna find that out after this break i i what's good y'all welcome back yay i know i've been talking a lot but it really feels good to get back to talking a lot you know it feels good to get back to getting all of this off my chest and i really feel like so comfortable really honestly i'm just i'm just going y'all for real like none of this is written down i promise you (laughs) I promise you none of it is written down. But anyways, um, so we got a long one for y'all. And I'm I, I, I'm going to be honest. I kind of like it long. I kind of I, I kind of want to keep it like this for a minute. Um, some of y'all, some, I got some feedback saying that y'all kind of missed me kind of giving my perspective and talking about that grown up shit. And I know for a while I was dropping lots and lots of interviews. And also that was because. Uh, you know, transitioning. I was trying to adapt and figure out um, different ways that I can still drop episodes with the podcast without putting too much pressure and strain on myself. And the best way that I knew that I could do that was through booking interviews, doing interviews, and then being able to only have to edit it and drop it. So, um, I mean, now, now that I'm you know, learning and going through this and getting the feedback, da da da. I think, you know, incorporating it all, you know, after you guys have been listening to 30 minutes or so for a, long, for a minute, I think bringing, tying it together and putting together something nice for y'all is, is dope. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just coming off the top of my head. So, you know, y'all let me know what y'all think about this. <laughs> I, um, so anyways, we going to get into the second part of this title called Be in the Glue. And what does that mean? And how how can we start to understand that for self? And I'm only saying from my experience, you know, I only talk from my experience, my perspective. And I may y'all may or may not hear the lawnmower guy peoples in the back. So if you do. I may or may not keep it in, or I may or may not pause and then start again when they leave. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, yeah, so like I was saying, just I always share from my perspective, my, you know, this is from me, you know, I'm not an expert or nothing like that. I'm just a person living life and doing my grown up shit. So um, for me, like the latest discoveries that I've 
figured out about myself and, you know, trying to not only be a better person every day throughout these discoveries, but also kind of shed some enlightenment out there in hopes that other people are reflecting maybe in the same way and then, you know, we can connect. Um, but I was just thinking like, uh, just about my life and how I've evolved from, uh, you know, I, as a kid, I really was talking to everyone. Like, I mean, you know, I went through foster care, so, and I moved around a lot as a kid. And so I was pretty much forced to, um, adapt quite a lot as a kid and um but i did you know i talked i had so many different kinds of friends and i had uh all these different kinds of accolades i would achieve um through just trying everything and and going for every opportunity and you know just trying to be everywhere and do everything and um as i think you guys have learned <laughs> throughout my evolution here on the podcast. Um, and so, you know, I just, I was just thinking about who I am as a person and, and then like reflecting as far as where in all these different areas that I kind of do the same thing, but like, depending on the environment, it'll be either more or less, you know? And so like, like in my work environment, it's like kind of less because in my work environment, I don't play with that shit. Okay. Like I have certain boundaries and things that I set up. Like I'm not friends with people at work. I don't eat where I shit, you know, like I don't date nobody if I'm working that I'm working with. Like I, I very, I very much keep work work because I don't want mess and drama. And, you know, that's how I keep my peace is by for sure setting my boundaries in the workplace. Um, <laughs> that's just, that's just that. Okay. That's that. Um, and I mean, the, not saying that there aren't, there aren't good or great, even great friends that could come from work. And maybe I'm, um, excluding myself from a relationship like that. Um, that could be beneficial for myself. And I have to reflect on that a little bit, um, within myself, but for now, that's just, how I feel. So we'll see if this is something that elevates into something different. But anyways, <laughs> um, but like, you know, even in having those boundaries set at work, um, I'm still like a very like I bring energy, good energy. And, you know, I'm talking to everyone still and I'm still like keep bringing light into the environment and that's just like my adaptability, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, and everyone's like, oh, what's up? And, you know, everyone's, you know, good and happy, trying to make everyone good, happy and light, you know, and um, and that just kind of is how I am and I and how I translate in every part of my life. Um, and sometimes it doesn't go over so well in every part of my life, i.e. my like relationship relationships, <laughs> because we're you know two different people and coming from two different places in in life or in our i mean from like you know from our yeah in life <laughs> and you know um 
as we're still continuously getting to know each other some days i'll be off some days they'll be off and so you know that's that's something that's i struggle with i definitely relationships um and so um but i was just thinking about you know who i am as a person and then thinking about other people how who they are you know and how they reflect in life and what types of souls that you know they reach out to and and things like that and i was just thinking like through connecting so much and collaborating like people who are collaborators and stuff and like and listening to podcasters who are you know doing interviews with other uh, individuals who are uh like having their own independent things and stuff like that it's just like I was just thinking like we're we're the glue to each other's lives you know like some connections that you come upon in life like could be lifelong and some could be like really great for that very moment because you're seeking something that you really need to satisfy in that moment or whatever and it's just like we don't know it but we end up kind of being the glue for you know if we really take the time to like reflect um we really end up being kind of the glue to to connecting in different spaces and um i have like conversations at work all the time with coworkers and stuff of just like sometimes really deep shit for no reason <laughs> but um it's really cool because sometimes i'll just say shit and it'll just like i can see in that other person that's just like oh aha like i've never thought about it like that or you know or something like that and it's just like oh like cool like i can be some type of glue to a different type of thought process to a different type of um feeling for something or a different type of perspective to look at um and we're all just kind of something similar to that we're all just kind of a type of glue to a different type of um thinking thought process and connection and stuff like that and some glue isn't the best and it sticks for too long and you know we have to figure out how to um glue something else that'll take that you know not so good connection and connect it to a different perspective that'll allow it to be in a different to go in a different path and then that's kind of how you know a different perspective begins to be formed because we decide to lend that you know that time to to get that thought out rather than um you know not speaking to that person because of who they are because of who they love because of who they work for because of etc 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 um and putting all these negative things on people um because it just loses the connection of human beings you know and so um and this like i said this is just i'm just reflecting like myself and and hoping that it kind of makes sense and and maybe helps you kind of reflect in in a way that you know will get you thinking in your life um but that's kind of what I was just thinking about myself when I was just trying to 
figure out discovering myself and understanding like all of these ups and downs that I've gone through in my life and and all of these elevations that I'm having as a person and you know coming into alignment right now of really coming into myself emotionally physically spiritually mentally and you know I'm really finding such a peace within myself and um it's nothing that has to be like displayed on social media or displayed to everyone in the world but I'm happy and you know content that I'm doing it with my podcast you know like of course I could fucking be trying to apply and manifest a corporate job or whatever that will pay me so much fucking money to just you know get out all of my skill or use utilize all my skills that I've acquired like all the uh, you know this whole time or whatever but what really gives me joy and happiness and growth is doing this podcast and you know making it mine and so um and that's my glue for the world you know because i hope that my podcast does reach the people and the ears that it needs to um and so that hopefully some perspectives can get changed or just redirected a little and yeah you know i i appreciate you guys for listening to me rant and rave and <laughs> go all over the place and stuff like that but um that's 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 all i really wanted to talk about you know i wanted to talk about alignment being the glue and uh especially being the glue to this interview that I'm going to introduce to you guys because he was such a great individual and I believe that the higher power has really steered this podcast to the most wonderful individuals um and you know I really feel the energy from these people that I'm interviewing and connecting with and that I just know that that's me aligning with myself and me knowing you know a little bit of my purpose of of who I am and so yeah so this this beautiful individual that I interviewed he's an amazing guy he's an independent entrepreneur he started his own company and he has been thriving i'm so happy that i got to connect with him it was a it's a nice chunky long interview so like i said these these episodes are going to be a little bit longer and y'all needs to stick around okay <laughs> so we're going to take a little break right now and uh, we're going to get into the interview and then of course right after that to end us uh to take us out of here we're going to have that natural in a way spotlight artist suela take us out and i love y'all appreciate y'all we'll be right back all right let's get it 
today is one of those days we are celebrating and highlighting someone. He's an amazing guy. I'm so happy that uh, he found me and I'm able to connect with him. So without further ado, I'm not going to do too much talking. I'm going to let him uh, come in and say something. Uh, please welcome Peter Schroeder, you guys. He Thank is DJ so turned CEO. How you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, reading your profile and everything, of course, you know, I have to do my research. <laughs> I was like, wow, this guy's incredible. So let's just hop right into it. Okay. Um, sure. Give us a, a brief background on what led you down your radio path first. We're going to talk about that first. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I've always been interested in anything media uh, in, nice. uh, in general, just uh uh, entertainment industry has always been inter interesting to me. I grew up with, with parents that are musicians and, uh, nice. uh, so, you know, it's, it's kind of in my blood. Um, but I, I think, uh, as, well, so, so actually what got me into radio, that was really, I was really young. I was probably like, I think 11, 10 years, 11 years oh, old when wow. I actually, when I, when I was a, a, a regular uh, reporter for like a, like a children's show on Danish, uh, TV, uh, and radio, oh. well, the start of radio, then later TV. But, um, yeah, so, uh, I have, I've always been, been really interested in that. And, you know, I, I, the, kind of got thrown into it because I was just playing around and did, doing some, some movie stuff uh, with my f friends, you know, recording for fun in our spare time. And, yeah. and f in some way, a local newspaper picked up and wrote a story about it. And nice. uh, then all of a sudden some uh, TV, or oh, sorry, some radio show uh, uh, in Denmark, like a national uh, radio show uh, made a story about it. And Whoa. they apparently liked me. So they invited me in to be a regular reporter and I actually go out and interview wow. other kids uh, around the country. So I did that for a while. And then that led to TV from there, like the, basically the same thing. Uh, so wow. I started really young. Yeah. Wow. So you, yeah, you started really young and, and pretty much everything like media that is yeah. really, really, really dope. Wow. So, okay. So I'm assuming that the radio and the TV and DJing that all just kind of like mixed together and just became this beautiful blend for you. Right. And that was your pretty first much, yeah. steps. So yeah, how, it, it, how, it, it how did that turn too. out? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's funny because I, I get I get that that question a lot, and I really I mean it just happens it, for for me yeah. things just one thing leads to the other you know and and I'm I'm very much on board with just you know trying things out and and doing like I, I'm like Pippi Longstocking you know uh, yeah. that's the thing uh, I've never done that before so I'm sure I'm good at it yeah that's beautiful that's <laughs> really that's really awesome I'm glad we connected because I'm the same I'm definitely like that I'm into everything <laughs> everyone's like what do you do I'm like mm, I actually have a lot a long list. Do you have time? You know, exactly. Yeah. It's too much to do in this world. We only get one life. Why not exactly. try everything? You know, everything is an opportunity. So I really love that about your spirit. <laughs> um, so what inspired your career path going from radio host to DJ to now successful tech entrepreneur? <laughs> yeah well so so that's that's the funny thing is i've always had kind of two parallel um careers if you will a path i would almost say because uh, i've always always been interested in, in tech and computers as well um oh, wow. i from a very young age uh played around with computers my granddad brought electronics home he was a telecom engineer he brought things home from work and i could take apart and put back together nice. so i've always been interested in that. And, and when i was 14 i i started a website um 
that somehow grew to become the biggest community for artists in Scandinavia. Um, so, so that was my first tech thing, right? And, wow. and, and that I sold when I was 18. So that was right when I started getting more and more gigs as a, a club DJ, actually being able, being allowed uh, legally yeah. in the nightclub, um, and, and, and DJ there. So, uh, and, and I kind of, uh, was over, uh, that, that other project. So I sold that and, 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 and pursued the music for a while. But even while I was doing music, um, you know, I was still writing my own plugins to produce my music. I was still, you know, writing software to manage, uh, the artists that I had on my record label when I f- uh, had that later on. Mm-hmm. So, so these two kind of, uh, different things have been always been very, you know, happening at the same time, even though wow. I haven't necessarily focused on it, it's always kind of been lingering. Right. Right. Yeah. That's even really when cool. I was, I was, uh, you know, starting my current company tells you, um, I was actually doing another project, uh, where I was building some software for, 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 uh, for managing, uh, promotion music, uh, you know, promoting music between, uh, artists and record labels and, uh, DJs and radio stations, you know, like to, to distribute, uh, in a fair way. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I was always, uh, you know, doing things on, on, on both sides, even though I, I, I weren't necessarily a hundred percent focused on those things. Right. Right. I want to pick your brains just a bit right here with this. Cause that was such a beautiful like story of how you're really coming into yourself. Um, how was your support system? I mean, clearly it, it's strong for you to be able to pursue all of these things that you've been pursuing since a very young age. So how has that been for you? And seemingly that you've had to kind of grow up. It seems like pretty fast because you're just into everything. <laughs> and so you're just like growing very very, very rapidly. And so how has that been for you as well? Um, that's, that's interesting. I, I would say, um, my mother was always really good. I, I grew up with a single mother and, and she was very good at, 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 at making sure, you know, that she could support me as much as possible, but at the same time also tried to kind of, uh, hold me back to not, you know, let it just run one <laughs> wild. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, she definitely has some struggles when, with, with some of the things I did, like, should she allow me to, to, you know, be on, on national TV right. uh, every week, you know, <laughs> there's yeah. definitely some, 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 some debating there going on. Yeah. I know, uh, she told me later on, but, but you no, know, uh, she was really good at, at, at making sure that, uh, she could support me as much as possible. But at the same time, I've, I've always kind of been, uh, an underdog. I've never been, you know, the, uh, the one that's good at sports or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the good looking kid and, and, or the popular ones. I, I've always had to, to kind of from it, from I was a kid, but, you know, kind of fight, figure out other ways uh, yeah. to uh, make myself relevant. If you, if you can say it that way. Right. And, and even, you know, growing up as, and becoming a DJ and, and, and I wasn't ever the best. Uh, and I always had to kind of prove myself, but I was the one that put in the most labor. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always been a freaking, you know, going for a it. Machine. And I'm extremely stubborn. So yeah. when someone tells me I can't do something, I'm going to show them that I definitely yes. can. So yes. I think that's really the thing. Uh, I for love me at that. Least, yeah. yeah, I love that. I literally have the same energy and I can feel that through the computer. Like <laughs> it's crazy. I can feel like your energy of, of, of all these words that you're saying that are very true of yourself. And so I'm very blessed and, and to be able to connect with you today. That's uh, really, really dope. So moving on to my next question here, the tech industry is massive. So mm-hmm. how were you able to get your foot in the door, so to speak, when it came <laughs> to uh, you switching gears here and, 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 you know, coming 
pretty much, I mean, I know you said you kind of did yeah. it side and side for, with the music industry and tech, but I mean, that's a whole switch. Really? <laughs> you have a whole I mean, company. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm incredibly naive and stubborn. Um, so, and, and I say that very, very personally for, like, it's, it's, it's I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm naive in the way that uh, kind of like what I said earlier about PP Longstocking, uh, mm. you know, I've never done that before. So I'm sure I'm sure I'm good at it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm like who uh, I would almost say is dumb enough to go out and start a phone company, a phone service provider that will <laughs> compete against AT&T and T-Mobile right. and, and these big multinational corporations, uh, and, and, and do it by bootstrapping and cashing in your wife's 401k and not taking any investments. Like you gotta be really naive to do that, which yeah. I feel like I was, I, I, it's a good idea. I, I knew I was, I was, you know, we had, we have some software that we built that we were onto something. Right. So, right. um, and then, and then being incredibly stubborn on, on top of it, you know, so when investors tell, you no, then we're like, okay, well, then I'll just show you, I can do it without you. That's, uh, right. <laughs> that's, that's been my, 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 my whole thing. And, 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 I've never had anything handed for me, you know, like I said earlier, growing yeah. up with a uh, single mom and, and I had to fight for it and, and I will. Um, so I, I feel like, uh, it's definitely been, and been challenging, especially in the beginning, you know, grinding and trying to, to figure out how do we pay the next rent track and, you know, at yeah. the same time, how, how can we grow the company as much as possible? Yes. As fast as possible. So, so for the first many years, it was definitely a struggle to try and, and, and get to the point where we could hire even our first employee, um, and, and, uh, have a little office so we don't, didn't have to sit in our bedroom and, right. and, and work every day. Um, that, that took a long time. I mean, we've been doing this for 10 years and it's not until the last few years that we really started to see the, the spike. Um, yeah. but, uh, we definitely took the long way. There's no doubt. I mean, honestly, that's very important to note because, uh, you know, success doesn't really come overnight essentially. And so you really have to put in a lot of that work. And that's a, one of the things that I make known on this podcast is that, yes, like it's I'm going on to my fourth year, but you have to put in the time and the work. And I also have to remind myself that like a, the same thing, I'm going into the fourth year, it may not be millions and millions of streams just yet. But if I stay consistent, and I keep yep. putting in the work, then the results will show. So that's very important, very important. Uh, so let's talk about your company. It's called Telzio. Did I say that right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's talk about Telzio. What exactly is it? You said it's a telephone company. So give us small brief detail as far as the people can, you know, could tell. Um, and then how were you able to find um, a market that you could supply your product to? So um, Telzio is, if you really boil it down, a phone service provider for businesses. So business to business uh, provider, we uh, have this uh, solution that's very easy to manage and set up uh, where you can go on and uh, within a few clicks have a phone service uh, or a phone system uh, complete with queues and phone menus and everything, texting and all that stuff that you need for a business. Um, right. And, and, and it really started out because I needed it for the other project I was talking about that needed a phone service. Uh, <laughs> it needed like a, a menu that sounded somewhat professional when people yeah. called. And I couldn't find anything out of the box. So I was like, and okay, I'll said, just make it myself then. I love that. <laughs> love that. <laughs> so, so that was really it. I mean, uh, then, then I, I, I found out that, okay, this is actually fun. So mm -hmm. let's keep going. And, and that ended up being a real product and, and people started signing up. So right. that's the short story, you know, like, and, and it started out really small, like very few features and, right. and then it kind of grew from there. So 
as I said earlier, if you boil it down, that's what it is. But there are so right. many more things to it today that we've kind of built over the years. And, and, you know, as we added more features over the years, we started appealing to larger and larger companies as well. So we started all of a sudden, oh, now Facebook signed up. Now Google signed up. Like, so, you know, nice. these little wins along the way uh, yeah. have been fun. But um, market wise, I mean, that's, that's the good thing about what we're in because when people ask us, okay, so what are your, what's your, your target customer? What's your, your ideal customer? Well, I mean, a business that needs to communicate with their customers. Right. Really, that's a lot of businesses that need to talk to their customers, right? Yeah. Uh, It's a big market. And, and that's obviously also why we are able to carve out some, some market share, um, uh, in, in a place that's dominated by huge, multinational corporations, right? They, they yeah. have billions of dollars they spend on, on marketing. We've never spent a single dollar on advertising, for example. So just, Love that. you know, yeah. You, you seem like a, a guy who just jumps in the massiveness <laughs> and you're just like, I'm going to create my own thing. Hello world. And you know, everything and everyone gravitates towards that type of energy, that type of uniqueness, that type of, you know, individual who is doing their own thing. And so really love that you're here. I love that your company is, is flourishing and now seeing and reaping the benefits of everything that you're sowing. Um, so what sets your company tells you apart from competitors in the market yeah i think i think it really um comes down to a few things it's 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 probably the main thing is really that we are product first we've always been product customer first we've never been about like i said we've never spent a dollar on advertising it's 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 about for us to create a product that just really works for our customers that has the things they need that doesn't go down that has you know the security everything that that we have a good product um rather than than trying to sell as much as possible and just screw over uh, as many people as we can and lock them into some long contracts and then we can make some money. Um, I mean, from a, from a business point of view, that's probably not a great tactic that the way we've gone, uh, you know, you could probably make a lot more money in a, in a different way. But yeah. at the other hand, we really just do it because we like what we do. Uh, yeah. We build cool stuff. And that's really what, what, what drives us, um, everyone on the team. And then, like and then, you know, besides that, we have a little different angle in terms of the, the, we have some features, it's easier to use, it's, it's uh, more stable, all these different things. And then at the same time, we, we build differently. We, instead of, you know, charging this like flat fee per user mm-hmm. uh, and and you pay for, for everyone who's not making any calls or texting right. or using it, but you still have to pay for them, uh, right. we just charge for the usage. So that's, you know, always been our angle. But again, that comes down to, let's try and be fair. Let's try and be the good guys in, in this market dominated right. by companies that, really rate the worst in terms of, of customer service <laughs> and, and these things. I mean, our industry has a bad reputation and yeah, yeah we try to be different. Yeah. I feel, I can feel that difference. And I feel like that is what, you know, makes you special, makes you stand out and makes, like I said, those gravitate towards your, um, uniqueness. As I was saying, as far as your company, that's what gravitates people towards is you have these little intricate things that are just different and they're you. It's not a, like you said, a, a made up thing or just trying to get money from people or like all these things. It's genuine. It's from the heart. It's something that, of course, you wanted for yourself. So why not try and capitalize and knowing that other people may want that as well. And, you know, it's happening. So that's really great. You know what? And and it's interesting because like I said earlier, we never took uh, VZ money or anything like that. Um, And, and, and and at that time it was of course a blow. Uh, 
why is no one wanting to invest in us when we see all these kids that get a uh, hundred million dollars overnight mm-hmm. uh, with a product they haven't even released yet? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, you know, today when I look back at that, yeah, that sucked at that time, but it's probably the biggest blessing because mm-hmm. we are a hundred percent in control with what we do today and our That's customers great. love it. So yes, yeah, uh, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. That's a great point to make. And I would love to kind of dig in a little with that as far as just how did you get through that part right there? Because I know I have a ton of days like that where I'm like, is anyone even listening? Is it? And I'm mm-hmm. asking them like, reach out, email, da, 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 DM me and crickets. But, you know, people do t- tune in and I see the, the numbers go up. So what were you saying to yourself or, you know, maybe you and your wife had, you know, or talks and stuff like that just to get you through that point? So it's, it's, um, it's, it's definitely tough at the time because you, you really want to grow. You really want to expand as fast as possible because it's fun what you're doing. Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and you need money to do that. There's no right. doubt, you know, uh, we overcome by just, well, okay, let's, let's just keep doing what we're doing. And, 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 and our growth have been very steady over the years. And, and as we have gotten more customers, we also get, of course, more money to, uh, put into to marketing and and then try to optimize, uh, for example, SEO and and our onsite and 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 everything we can do with a small budget, mm-hmm. um, and 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 that obviously accelerates over the years and, and it starts going faster and faster. You right. get more and more customers. You get uh, you know uh, uh, word of mouth uh, is, mm-hmm. is our biggest uh, contributor to our growth. Right. So and that comes back to that we have a good product. People want to tell their friends right. about. So right. I think. Really just being persistent and stubborn enough to, to, to keep going and, 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 and see these little things like it, it's not like it's going down. That's the thing. Right. You gotta remind yourself, you're still growing. You might not be growing as fast as you want, but you're still growing. That's right. And, and you gotta remember that there's a, a, a big difference between the people that raise money in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and start a company and, and sell it after two years. And then mm-hmm. what most other people do. You don't have to go that route. And, and what they do, that's, they raise money for a living. That's, that's all they do. They can't do what you're doing. They can't build right. your product. They can't, they can raise your money and they can try and hire some people and tell them what to do. And hopefully mm-hmm. it will work, which 90% of the time doesn't. And then the investors lost their money and that's it. You never hear about that part. Right. But, but, but most people don't, uh, you know, uh, you, can, you, you gotta remind really yourself that, that you're not, that's not all people. That's, just, that's not the right. only way. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You gotta kind of go the extra mile with thinking as far as when you're going into your creative space and entrepreneurial space, you have to think that extra mile is kind of, kind of yeah. what you're saying a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely. I appreciate that. And I'm going to take some of those words as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my next question is, what's the biggest challenge you've had to face being new to entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship and how did you overcome it? Um, there's, there's definitely a lot I've, I've learned over the years, uh, for, for, for sure. I'm, I'm not a business guy. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a creative uh, engineer, is what I call myself. I, I like creating stuff. I'm uh, creative in, in terms of music. Also, I mean, actually went to school for graphic design. Uh, ended up doing that, and wow. so I'm, I'm, I'm very creative, uh, and, and I'm also very much an engineer by heart. My mom, uh, when she wasn't allowed to go play with a symphony orchestra that she was invited in to play for, wow. uh, because my dad, uh, my, my grandfather, her dad, uh, wouldn't allow her. She needed a real job. She went to become an engineer instead. So I've had this, Whoa. you know, uh, these two very different things as, at the same time, very, uh, intertwined for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a business guy. I'm, 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 I, I've learned business over the years and I, I know, 
most things about how you run a business now, uh, but I've also done it for a long time. And, and I think some of the, the, uh, the things I've, I've really had to learn over the years is how to manage. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't like managing people. I don't like not even micromanaging, but I don't like managing at all. Like, yeah. uh, I would rather not have to tell anyone what to do and mm-hmm. they just instead read my brain and just go do it instead. Yeah. That would be way easier. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I've had to learn over the years that people apparently can't read my mind uh, yet. So. <laughs> I'm, I think we're such similar. I'm the same way. <laughs> um, I'm definitely the same way. I don't like managing people either. And I've only had like one supervisor job so far and it's it was... Uh, very hectic of yeah. course the paperwork and everything but like you said just I would like people to read my mind and just yeah. you know <laughs> but, but then, but then the, the, the good thing is you can actually find people that are good and, and like doing it and are actually good at doing it right so it's and about finding soak up those people and getting those on your team yeah exactly <laughs> getting those type of people who can soak up information easily and be able to yeah. get things flowing this, the way that you think of it in your mind yeah. so exactly. yeah and that's why we're all here on this earth and we can find each other and connect and and learn how to grow together and figure out whose strengths work here and whose strengths work there. And so, yeah, I love that. Really, really love that. So um, now switch gears. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in your career and how did it shape your mindset moving forward through, you know, through time? Um, I think one of the biggest things, at least life-changing game-changing for me was when i found out that i have add uh that wasn't a a, a thing when i was growing up that you knew about adhd and there was that was the kids you know they crawled backwards up the walls and couldn't sit still Mm -hmm. that was not me i I could sit still and i I was always told uh at parent teacher conference that that you know hey he's very smart but he doesn't work and do the things uh, we ask him when he's not interested in it Mm. I got good grades, but I never, I, I mean, I stopped doing homeworks at some point, uh, mm. completely because I just wasn't interested in doing it. Wow. And, and, and that's very ADD. Uh, uh, that's, you know, you, you are really, really, really good at the things you're interested in and, and can really hone down on those things and the other things you just don't get done. Mm. And I didn't know that about myself. I, I was always told, well, he's just lazy, but I, I'm not lazy. I, actually, right. I mean, I work 14, 16 hours a day, mm-hmm. uh, seven days a week, my right. whole life. Um, right. so that, that didn't really fit into that, uh, that he's lazy thing. And, but, but that was kind of what I was told when I was a kid and, uh, I didn't find out until uh, maybe four or five years ago uh, that there is actually a word for this thing. Um, wow. And, and, and knowing that and learning about it and, and understanding uh, that there's actually something you can deal with. And there are some things, I mean, a lot of these different tricks that they say you can, you can use to, right. to kind of overcome it. Uh, I, I was always already doing, you know, that I've just kind of over the years found out um, mm-hmm. but learning about that that was probably the, one of the biggest things and, and that's something understanding that that has really helping helped me uh in my career and, and you know running a business wow that's really really interesting and something that's not a lot of people take that in stride or at least <laughs> just finding out something about themselves that you know they like i said like you were saying thought something different of a long time and then finally putting a word to that and now you're kind of taking it in stride that's very very courageous of you and i commend you for sure for that well it was so I, I, the way i see it is uh i don't I don't see it as a, um, as negative thing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's, 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 I wouldn't even call it a condition per se. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's just a way my, my brain is wired is that 
I'm, I'm, I have a hard time focusing on things I'm not interested in, but the things I'm actually interested in, I will hyper focus on. And that means that I get really, 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 really good at things. Uh, as, at certain things, right? So, yeah, uh, that's something that has for sure helped me over the years become right. really good at certain things that have led to where I am today. Uh, so I see it as a superpower. You know, it's it's different. It's, you just got to understand that about right. yourself. How how does that work? And a lot of people have ADD. I think it's like five to seven percent of the population that they say that it, 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 to some degree. I have mm-hmm. raging ADD. Maybe not as as as, as much as most people. Like I probably have a lot more, but a lot of people have it, and 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 it's yeah. not something to. You, you shouldn't see that that as a, as a bad thing. You just got to understand how to deal with it. Yeah, I love your positivity. It's super like <laughs> oozing and I love it. It's so great. <laughs> um, uh, so that that's beautiful. Um, my next question is, what does leadership mean to you and what qualities do you think are essential to being a great leader? So that kind of goes a little bit back to the managing thing because I, I feel like a lot of people, and including myself, have been uh confusing managing with leading mm-hmm. uh, being a leader is not the same as being a manager um, mm-hmm. and and that's something that i have learned also fairly recent uh, or, or had to get into my mind uh, and get in the mindset you don't have to be a manager to be a, be a leader a leader is someone who can uh you know has a vision and can get other people on board with uh executing that vision that's yes. really it uh, that that's what it boils for me that it boils down to is you have some kind of vision for something you want to achieve and and you're able to almost talk other people into it, but your, <laughs> your 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 enthusiasm for for this vision uh, uh, you know rubs off of, of, of people around you and, and you're able to get more people uh, to follow that and that can be anything really uh, you know uh, good or bad but uh, that's that's what a leader is to me uh, there's someone who, ha- who who's able to uh, yeah, to, to, to lead other people in, in, you know, great greatness, really. Um, and that's not the same as a manager. Uh, yeah. manager is someone who manages someone who, who tells people what to do. That's mm-hmm. not a le- what a leader does. You don't tell people what to do. You, you, you share their vision and make sure and, and try to get people, you know, share that vision with you and, and get yes. on board with it. And that's yeah. very different. That is beautifully said. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I don't think, like you said, a lot of people, it's hard to decipher these things. And I think mm-hmm. one of the biggest things is titles, you know, because a title of manager is in the workforce, it kind of gives this whole different um, perspective to this person. And if uh, something that I was saying is if they're not in tune with their self before they get into this type of title, um, then it kind of enhances uh, an ego that is inside yeah. of them, you know, and it makes this position worse. And now the people that are working under them feel terrible working for this person because, you know, their ego is so inflated that they can't see that these people are are people as well. So um, super appreciate your words. Beautifully said. So as we're wrapping up here, you're such an amazing guy. Um, I want to throw in a little gem in here. You also have twins. So. How is it being a dad to twins? And um, I'm not sure how old they are. So how 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 is that managing fatherhood with entrepreneurship? <laughs> That's hard. Uh, they're they're a year and a half. So yeah. okay, okay. So very fresh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but how uh, has that been? <laughs> oh, it's great. I, I I never thought myself as someone who would be a dad, and and, and never. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm almost forty, so it's also kind of late in my life. Uh, oh, but, uh, that's but, very but at least. Nice. Compared to some people, right? But uh, yeah, um, but, but I, I love it. Uh, they're, they're so much fun. And I, I, I just found this love 
for 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 other humans that I've never experienced before in my life. It's it's That's it's awesome. you can't explain it if you don't like until you try it. Like it's it's just like this uh, crazy unconditional thing that 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 and these two little things that are running around and saying baba, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah. waking up in the morning just you know opening your eyes and this face is right and you're just with wide open eyes like yeah. good morning <laughs> <laughs> love it it's so great that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah. so time management has been maybe a little hectic for for yeah. about a year yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming I, 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 and I, you know what like the thing is I, I still have to, to work a lot and I I, I try uh, I, I'm always up in the morning uh, mm-hmm. very early with them and getting them breakfast and, and, and at least having you know an hour or two hours with them in the morning and then I try to be home before um, their bedtime, which is usually happening uh, like at least five, six days a week. Um, and I try to now take my weeks off, uh, make my weekends off uh, to try and just be a dad. But That's it's awesome. definitely challenging. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie about that. You're the boss, though. So yeah, it's pretty good <laughs> that you're able to shift your schedule pretty easily now that they're yeah. you know in the picture and it still gives you time to be able to have that family time and things like that. So that's beautiful. It seems like you're creating a wonderful life and it's coming to fruition after you know working so hard and, and getting into everything for so long. Um, it seems like everything's working out. So I'm super happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean that that's that is really the reward of of being an entrepreneur is is definitely uh, like they say uh, entrepreneurs are the only ones who's willing to work eighty hours a week to avoid working forty hours a week. Right? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but uh, you know, and and I and I of course I work after they fall asleep as well. I sit mm-hmm. until very late on my laptop, but but um, it's it's really yeah, like you say, the, the flexibility, being allowed to sit mm-hmm. and 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 be uh, to do these things that really matter in life. Uh, mm-hmm. But but you know doesn't doesn't mean you can just completely tune out. You still have to. to <laughs> but but you're you're still in control, and, right. and that's really the, what matters. Yes, exactly, exactly, and that's my mindset. I'm I'm in this entrepreneur space, and I just want to you know, be in, in, in your space. I'm, I'm three years, almost four years in. So I got a little bit more time, but I think, uh, like you said, I'm celebrating the small victories and being able to have people like you on the podcast, you know, is inspiring for me and helps me out. So very happy to have you here and join me today. I got one more question for you before Mm -hmm. we head out for our final thoughts. Uh, what three traits do you think are critical for entrepreneurial success and how have they helped you? Well, I would definitely say stubbornness and <laughs> naivety. Those two are the first for sure for me. That being being naive, meaning you know, just freaking go do it, even though it doesn't That's make right. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let people tell you that this is not possible. Be realistic about it. Do your do your work. Do your you know your diligence. Do your everything. But don't let people just tell you, don't let people who don't know you and don't know your business tell you about your business and you. That, that's really, so, um, be naive and then stubborn. Like, just don't give up right away. Uh, yeah. of course you gotta be realistic. And, and at some point, yeah, maybe that idea didn't work out. You give up and you try something new. Like I've done that many times. Yeah. Uh, you know, so those two things for sure. Um, and, and I, I would almost say that, that, uh, I, I can't even come up with a third that's that's at least as important because for me those are really everything, uh, yeah. and and yeah. that will be different for other people obviously. But, but um, I think I think those two are just like what what really that boils down to. 
I think that was powerfully said. I think we should leave it at that. That was amazing. I really appreciate you, Peter, for joining me today. To close this out, do you have any final words you want to give uh, for the people? Any shout outs you would like to give? And of course, please tell them how they can find you. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I, would, I would just love to say thank you to my whole team, everyone who's behind me, who, who works at Telio and, and, and the things I've done in the past. It's uh, I, 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 no one can do it alone. Like, don't think you can do it alone. You, yeah. no one can do it alone. Actually, I would uh, just to complete side, uh, <laughs> side track here, but, but, you know, I've worked with a lot of big artists, a big, really international names, and none of them are bad people. Everyone's really, really nice. And that's because you're not going to make it. You're not going to get people behind you and help you uh, if you're not a nice person. That's and, right. and, and no one's going to do it alone. So mm-hmm. if, if you don't have good people behind you, you're not going to make it. So, um, yeah, uh, thank you to, to the whole team and, uh, yeah, go find me, look me up at petersroda.com or telcio.com and, and, and we can always help you out if you have a, a business, uh, uh, that needs to, to, to get a little bit better phone service or, or <laughs> texting or something. We, hit yes. us up. we have some, some cool people, uh, helping, helping businesses out, especially small businesses. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I might be one of those ones that has inquiry. So just, yeah. you know, put me on the side, put me on For the sure. list. I might, I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> um, sure. But if anyone else out there is interested and you are loving this guy, uh, please go and check him out. Of course, the links will be in the description, but we have to say it for the audio people who forget to go to the description. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, appreciate you so much. Uh, DJ, DJ turned CEO, Peter mm-hmm. Schroeder. You were amazing. You're an, a beautiful human and your success and everything is deserved for you. And I hope many, many more blessings and much more success. So thank you. So thank you. Much. Of course, of course, of course. And that's it for this episode of the Grown Up Podcast. Make sure you're staying safe and being kind out there. And that's it. We out of here. Hello, beautiful grown-up human being. Don't you touch that stop button just yet and exit out of here. Uh, We're not done, okay? I know I've had your attention for about an hour and 27 minutes now, but we're not done. We still have to highlight the Naturally Unawaved Spotlight Artist for this month. And uh, as I recorded this episode a few days ago, and now I'm giving some final thoughts, every day is really a a growth experience for me and I am truly just learning about myself and coming into myself um, you know my own beautiful grown-up human being experience and um, every day I just become more and more um, sure of myself sure of my path sure of who I am and when I listen back to the podcast episodes, I can hear such an unsure person. And now that I hear a sure person uh, moving forward, it just really uh, re- reinforces the growth that I know that I'm experiencing. And, you know, it just feels really good to know that you're growing and to like kind of capture it audio wise Um throughout this time and you know beyond because this is something that I'm passionate about I truly love podcasting and so um yeah it's just been a journey it's been an experience and so 
I appreciate you guys for joining me on this experience. And I hope you guys enjoyed the interview for today. And uh, this has been a really long episode, but y'all already know I'm dropping one really good episode for y'all a month. So I just want to make sure I'm I'm making it really good for you guys. And uh, as long as I I think that it's well and good and and, and put together, then uh, I think we're good. So (laughs) um, I'm going to have Suela, the naturally on a wave spotlight artist for this month, take us out and make sure y'all go check her out. You know, the links will be in the description. The links will be in description for Peter Schroeder as well. You guys go check him out. And of course, Grown Up Podcast website is in the description as well for you to check out all things Grown Up Podcast. Sign up for the email list so you can get those really dope personalized email uh, uh, newsletters monthly. And uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And Suela, please take us out of here.
Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.